The public can't know that information. I'll yet. never tell. All right, before we get started with While I Talk with Will and Dan, I feel like a lot of my questions are in this, like, weird afterlife, like, ultimate. Yeah, like world. Groundhog Day. Yeah, and another one came up. You have one live bait to use, and Jesus or the devil or Buddha or whoever is like, tomorrow could be any day of the open water season. You get one wild creature to put on a hook. Could be May 9th, could be October 29th, or anything in between. One wild critter. Which one is it? You want my answer? To catch a walleye, yeah. I get one choice. One wild critter. Fathead minnow. Are you kidding me? I'll do it. I've caught a fish on it. Every, I've caught a walleye every month, ever, on a fathead minnow. And I can continue to do so. All right. What about you, Dan? It's a nightcrawler. I feel like it's a chunk of water. A nightcrawler? It is. I know it's not like the most... That's the most typical Dan Ryan's answer ever. It's for sure the mm. right answer. No way. Who's Dan Ryan? Which day can't you catch one on it? Uh, October 25th. It's snowing outside. I think it's... There's no way it would it, at best be a coin flip between that and a fathead. I'd catch him. I'm not saying you wouldn't catch one on a fathead. I'm saying, like, if what what are the consequences? The consequences are, well, I don't know, something real bad. You gotta pull it all the time. What do you mean? I guess you don't. You I actually, I'm a, huge, I'm a huge fan of an eighth ounce yeah, jig and a nightcrawler. <laughs> I am a huge fan of that. And but you I've, gotta think about the bulk of the season. You got like sixty days of the season where, like, yeah, you might get one on a fathead, but like, you'll almost certainly get one on a nightcrawler if you do it long enough. I'm gonna get one on. I hope you do. I hope you do. All right, what do we got for the week episode? We got to review and bonanza. Bonanza review and the weekend review. Preview. Then we got a preview of the upcoming spectacular weekend. My favorite fishing weekend, I think, of the year. Is it? Well, not favorite. Favorite holiday. You can catch fishing. a bunch of them on Memorial for sure. Day weekend. For sure. Then we'll do a Groundhog Day, and then I'm going to go fishing. Sounds like an excellent idea. Let's hear from Porta Doc. Having fun in the sun on the lake all day long. Porta-doc.com. Porta-doc.com. Find your local Porta Doc dealer today. Porta-doc.com. Couple. We've had two. Not well. John McAllister just texted us very. With a hostile... Very aggressive. Yeah, he's upset. And it's, so did Mark Schill. Did he really? Yeah, he was all up in arms. Ken Miller, a little bit more polite, he just said podcast, question mark, which also has its own sort of, like, sense of gravity to it. Like, dude, I, yeah. It's not like we don't know that we need to do this, but we need to find an hour to do it. Right. This is the hour. So, let's hear about your week with special emphasis on the walleye bonanza that was held last Sunday on Leech Lake out of Pikedale Lodge. Awesome venue. Much appreciated. Great people. Mm-hmm. So I went, so as you recall from last week, I set a new league record with 30 pounds and five fish. Yep. And I went to go chase that bite. Yep. And it was a very specific bite in a very small area. If they're in there, we had a shot. 
Just right. happened to be a fair ways from Pikedale Lodge. And I, yeah, I had to fully commit to mm-hmm. doing it. All in or all out. Yep, and I went all in. Mm-hmm. So I went up there, and uh, I got into my area, and I started looking around, and I didn't see anything at all. Mm-hmm. And in about 30 seconds, I knew this was the Broken wrong decision. Plane. But I wasn't going to go back down south, so... Yep. I did end up catching one there, and it was a 24-inch or something like that. So, like, we got one on the paper. And then we went and checked the other shallow spots, and it wasn't very good there either. So we ended up going to uh, where I'd caught a bunch of eater fish and hoping hoping we had a big bite. We didn't end up – we ended up catching a bunch of walleyes, but we didn't catch very many big ones. Uh, for six fish, we ended up with uh, 29 pounds, something like that, and ended up in seventh place. Didn't have a ton of big fish, caught a bunch of fish, went through all of our minnows. Um, so it was a good day fishing. But, you know, it's not about winning the competition. It's about the kids getting the money. It's about the kids winning. Right. You can't even, I don't even say that straight face. <laughs> it's, about the ch- it's about the children. Right. But anyway, um, yeah, weigh in. we had a great weigh-in all together. Let's hear you, and then we'll finish it off. Okay. Um, I had fished with my tournament partner the day before. Bob McCullum is the guy I fished the tournament with, and we fished all day Saturday, uh, him and his buddy Denny Anderson, which is sort of a tradition. They usually book me the day before the tournament and out to catch some fish, but for sure, like, pre-fishing, mm-hmm. right? And we caught a bunch, and I don't think we caught a fish over 20 inches. Holy! Which, like, two days before, I couldn't catch a fish under 20 inches. <laughs> I did not have, like, a lot going before that Saturday before the tournament, I had annex fish. That was it. And a couple on no other steady pattern. And then I fished some new stuff, which you helped me with, mm-hmm. and uh, was pleasantly surprised with, like, having new stuff for right. me. And th- those fish were, like, in pods of five or six, maybe ten fish at the most. Tons of bait around, scattered all over this bench of, of like off the off a sand flat and i just like scout them out and then we'd pitch at them and get them to bite but no big it wasn't a big school were they very cooperative they were like mediocre cooperative you'd see five get uh two bites maybe two bites yep that's not oh you can make a good day out of that though yeah and we did and it was like i i like the tempo of that because it was like pitch at them then drive pitch at them then drive got a little bit of wind get them on a drift yeah and I feel like you get to really experience, uh, like, the ebbs and flow of, like, a fish's mood in those scenarios. Like, the wind would pick up just a hair. We had a generally real calm day. But the wind would pick up just a hair, and we'd get a couple bang, bang. And then, like, we'd get a little cloud cover, and we'd get a couple bang, bang. Nice. And the wind would lay down and be dead calm, and, like, I knew we were dragging jigs past fish, and they weren't biting. <laughs> They're moody, you know? Right. And, um so I did not have, like, a lot of confidence. Honestly, like, I woke up Sunday morning with, like, the thought, please, God, let Will Neuer win this tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Which has not been the way I felt in the past. Especially but, in a spring bonanza. Yeah. I didn't, yeah, didn't feel like I had anything going. Sunday was a super fishy day, cloudy, east wind, which we like. Yeah, especially and, this time of year. And I just went and fished the way I would guide on a cloudy east wind day and caught a bunch of them and when we when we got to the spot that paid off they were all like again 18 19 inches i'm like 
just going to be another one of those days. Like, I think my ancestors were meat hunters, and I, like, just can't get away from meat. (laughs) (laughs) So we caught uh, quite a few on our, like, spot number one, essentially. And, uh, but we had a 22, we had two 22 and a halves from the first chunk of time there. Went and checked another, like, big fish spot from the past that I didn't have a memory from and saw another boat there. Uh, a buddy of ours, mm-hmm. and fished fished it, like, respectfully, I'd say. Usually, like, there are fish scattered along it, and he was holding pretty tight, and I fished, like, the northeast side of it, and then gave him a wide berth and gave, and then fished the other side of it and had nothing going. Watched him catch a couple and th- figured he was, like, on the... The small pod that was using it. Yep. Checked a couple other spots, then went back to spot number one, First fish, 25 and a half. Next fish, 25 and a quarter. <laughs> Next fish, 25 and a quarter. Like, God, we're back to, like, Not too feeling shabby. all right. It, so we caught four, like, cookie cutter between 25 and 25 and a halfs there. And then that was it. So we ended with four, 25 and change in a couple, 22 and a quarter. So I went home knowing, like, we were not going to win, but feeling good about you. Uh, you had a, you at least showed up. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, and then our buddy, George C. McHammer <laughs> Wells, comes in to weigh in, and he, he's just, like, hanging out. You know, like, he's yeah, being he's, awful he was quiet. He in the bar. He was being awful quiet. Yep. And uh, the Pikedale regular crowd was, uh, was chatting it up. They were talking pretty big. Um. And they came to weigh in, and, I mean, they had some solid weights. You know, 34, 38.5. Like, seriously good weights. All of a sudden, George is like, oh, you, would you like me to weigh next? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, George, come on in, buddy. How was your day? Yeah, we did okay. We didn't get a ton of bites, but we had some good ones. First fish, he shows me it's 28. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell, George? <laughs> What is this? He's like, oh, this is a pretty good one, huh? Next fish is 28 and a quarter. He's like, where, 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 where do these come from, you know? Right, right. And uh, he had a really, he had a solid board. He had one, you know, 22-incher. The rest were all 25-plus, and then sure. them was two 28s. He ended up with 38.98. Nice. I didn't know he had a 22-incher. He had one small, gotcha. he had a small fish. Wow. So, which cut him really close. Sure. Really close. Yep. Um, so they put George Wells in first, Phil and Carl in second, and then um, John McCabe and Tyler McCoviak, good fishermen, mm-hmm. real good fishermen. They took third, and then Johnny Mack took fourth. So and they all had, all those guys had thirty four pounds plus. Amazing showings, right. especially out of a spring bonanza. Usually thirty four pounds will win it. Right. <clears throat> yeah. We were right behind that. Do you know, was second, third, and fourth all fishing the same spot? I know second and fourth were. Was third? No. Good for them. Yep. I like that. They fish the, the same stuff that we fish. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. Yeah, it was a good one. I'm very happy. Happy for George. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Phil Peterson. Happy for happy Phil. For- <clears throat> I'm going to give you a little shot at, I'm going to take a little shot at Phil because he came up to me. He's like, God, we just were in, we were just a half, we just, if we could have squeezed out another half inch, stop it. Stop it with that stuff. 
It's BS. <laughs> Why do you hate that so much? Because it's bullshit. Like, <laughs> all right, I told Lee, Lee text me, and I was like, yeah, dude, if I if only I'd been pulling shadow wraps on planer boards in Walker Bay over 80 feet of water and caught two 30-inchers, I would have won. You could have won. Could have won it. Don't you find happen. the motive? You don't find the motivation in it all? I like, mean, yeah, I just, I feel like you just got to, yeah, you, you can know, make it, you can make it about you. I you understand. you can sort of tip your hat to George Wells and say, good job, buddy. You got the right bites. Absolutely. Because I totally believe that I, like I had, so I had four twenty fives. The spot I was fishing for sure could have given up a couple 28s. For sure. The day before. It has. Yeah. It has given sure. up <laughs> lots of so 28s. Very, like, it's very possible that my jig just bumped right by two 28s off that spot. But I wasn't, I was in fifth place. So, right. like, I don't get it. You just, mm. I think you just tip your hat to the guy that ends up with the big bang. I'm That's also going to do a little bit of a shot here. Okay. Okay, this is just from is my... Is that me? Nope, not at you. <sighs> This is from me personally on how I feel about the bait industry, okay? So red, Very excited ta- right red now. tails and creek chubs, their population as a whole is not doing super, super great. Like their population has declined by like 70% in the last like 15 years. Mm. And I get real pissed off when people want or need to buy red tails before they spawn. Mm. It drives me freaking crazy. There's something extremely morally wrong with it. Interesting. So stop it. Well, all right, then. I mean, fair enough. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that should the, the, the group that should care about that the most is the bait shops. Absolutely. So then I think that maybe the bait shops need to take that into consideration. For sure. And I that's something I'm know. actually going to talk to Minfish about. Sure. Because that's the only organization who may be able to do something. Right. Because if we want creek chubs and red tails in the fall, we have to absolutely take care of them right now. Sure. Got to say that again. Drives me stinking nuts. (laughs) Okay, 1422 is when I need to edit. Interesting. All right. The more you know, man. Now Uh, now it's out there. We're trying to help. Trying to do our part. Overall, I would say that the second week of the season has been much, much better than the first week of the season. Oh, yeah. And they are eating jigs and minnows. No, they're not. Lots of them. Don't, don't you dare. They are eating jigs and minnows right now. So what if this is, like, the new trend? What if we get, like, you, like we've always thought of it in simple terms. It's opener on is just a jig and a minnow thing as long as you can make it last. Maybe it's, like... Cooler water. Maybe we got to start with some creature baits for a little bit. Something easy to digest. And then once we get a little warmer water and some blowing wind, that's the spot tail season. What do you think? Well, if you just come with me up north, they'll just eat jigs and minnows. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that water, that water warmed it was up warm. an incredible amount. Yeah, too warm. Yes, I had seventy degrees one day. It's too warm. And when I went down to the south side, like a day later, it was 62. 70 to 62. Yeah, same body of water. Same body of water. So I, maybe just because it warms up a little bit quicker means they, they've got to get that metabolism going. Yeah. And All plus right. there's not, an, there's not a, a ton of mud up there. Sure. So probably not a ton of leeches. Sure. I don't know how leeches work. I mean, the annex fish are eating perch. Yeah. 
But that but also has leeches. a million boats on it. And a leech is a much more subtle presentation for a highly pressured fish. Sure. Maybe. Maybe. Could we'll never know. Um, we'll have to... I want to... I, I, I'm very intrigued about the Red Tail Creek Chub conversation. Dude, but if that's how we're going to treat it, might as well throw your garbage over your boat, too. I think a lot of people, including me, I'm very surprised to hear this. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was an issue. Mm-hmm. I don't buy reds or creekies in the spring. Thank but you. It's, but it's not... I would buy them if I thought it was, like, the right thing. Uh, I just think that uh, spots are the way to go, and then I've been buying rainbows to rig. Mm -hmm. I think the problem people encounter, and we've mentioned it many times, is that if you want to rig a minnow, a spot tail is usually not the right choice. For sure. So what else are you going to rig? I think the right and maybe the appropriate answer is rainbows. As long as they're big enough. Right. In the beginning of the season, they start out very good, very strong, very healthy. They drop off real quick, though. Very quick. Right. The colors change, and they turn small now. Right. Well, we'll maybe do some research on that and get back to you on the continuing. Yeah, I'd like to talk about that more, once I'm more informed. Good enough. Right now, I think we should take a break. Deal. Walleye Talk is brought to you in part by Woman Lake Lodge on Woman Lake. We've talked about them quite a bunch. You know all about their donuts. You know all about how it's a great destination for a family or fishing destination or vacation. But you need to check out their online store. Jeff and Lori do a great job bringing in high-quality apparel, hats. They even have a hat that says, like, Donut Crew this year. So if you want to get on board with Woman Lake Lodge, book a vacation up there. And then get some apparel. You can get it online at womanlakelodge.com. Figure it out. We'll, oh, figure, yeah. we'll figure it out. Figured it out all week. Figure it out. It's hostile. How did you figure it out this week? It was pretty simple. <laughs> um, so I went and fished one of the littles. The little uh, One of the littles we've been struggling on the last few years. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This is league night. Yeah. And it, we ended up catching seven. That's awesome. I thought it was great. Got a 23-incher, 19-incher. 17, 18, and a bunch of like 13 and three quarters had a lot of bites. Wind was blowing a million really hard. A million. So, a lot of those smaller bites, if they didn't get hooked by biting the minnow, you know, all the way the first chomp, you just missed them. Yeah. You know, yeah. We had lots of bites though, went through a lot of minnows, had a great time. Sure. Um, I was just kind of surprised that there were so many bites. Right now, usually it takes another week or two for them to get going, but happy to say that they bit. So, yeah, I do think we have to keep in mind though that we miss out on the little sometimes for like entire like we don't fish them in May sometimes for a whole year. Mm-hmm. You know, depending on how our guide schedule works out, we're like pretty heavy on leech in May. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe they always bite like that. It could be all the time. It doesn't <laughs> matter what the weather's doing. You're gonna get seven bites, or you're gonna catch seven. You get twenty bites. I was about right. <laughs> And then uh, I had a couple trips out on leech, and I'm not kidding you, Dan. It might be, it could, it has potential to be the best day of the season for me. That one you... On Wednesday. Wait, this coming Wednesday? Or no, the, this past Wednesday. Was the best day, you think? It has potential to be. Uh, to this date, is the best trip I had all season. Sure. We fished for three hours. <laughs> we caught 45 walleyes. <laughs> We caught six fish over 26, three fish over 27, and two over 27 and a half. Jeez. Get this, get this. 
Boom, 26.5. Awesome. Next cast. Boom, 27.5. Next cast. Boom, 9.5. <laughs> no way. Yeah. In the middle of all that. No what way. What is that guy doing in there? Yeah. Are you nuts? That is crazy. Like, what is that little guy doing in there? I've been telling people that, like, if you ask me, it's far easier for me to catch a 26-inch walleye on our side of the lake than to catch a 10-inch walleye. Like, yeah. I don't know how you do it. But I did it. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was amazing. I couldn't believe it. But lots of bites. Awesome keeper fish. Like, I don't think we kept a big one. We kept a big one yesterday, like a 21. Otherwise, we'd be keeping 17 to 19 inches. Nice. And they're very easy to come by. Sure. Um, I haven't put a leech on yet. I've just been, I have not put a plastic on yet. I've just been pitching minnows. <laughs> that whole thing I was talking about plastics before, I can't get away from it. I, once I pick that jigger out up, I can't put it down. Yeah. I just, I just can't do it. But it's very important. Like we caught only a handful of fish drifting. Almost everything has been pitching. Because you haven't had a lot of wind up there when you've been out there. Correct. I ducked the wind, in fact, the one day. Sure. There was plenty of sure. wind. Yeah. yeah. But it was uh, the, kind of the wrong direction. And uh, I didn't want to drive over the fish. Gotcha. It was awesome. Ping, 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 ping. <laughs> oh, man, it was awesome. Lots of bites. As you might guess, Will and I's spots overlap quite a bit. So I feel like we were hopscotching days. Mm-hmm. We have yet to be out on the water together. It's kind of, I mean, as much as I like seeing you out there, it's kind of worked super, out super perfect. nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, what'd you do today? Oh, yeah, there's a lot of fish there. Okay, I mean, maybe I'll go check that out tonight. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Okay. <laughs> And, yeah, it's been like the... uh, Hey, what'd you do last night? Oh, yeah, the wind was blowing in there good. Oh, maybe I'll check that out tomorrow morning. (laughs) It's mutually beneficial. It's been pretty good, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it's also, like, gonna be over. So, like... Oh, yeah. Today today was, I felt like I had a good day doing the same thing we've been doing. And it was, like, burn it up because there were a bunch of people around. (laughs) When I left, so there was, did. like, 24 boats there. Really? <laughs> yeah. On a Thursday. I, yesterday, uh, one of our good spots, uh, which is, like, a quintessential shiner, like, bunch of bait, wind-driven, like, how you want the springtime to work out type of spot, right? Mm-hmm. Wind-driven shoreline, bunch of bait gets pushed in there, and then there's just a million walleyes that are in there chasing them. It's amazing. And I thought it was pretty fun because it was, like, they were hanging over from the wind the day before right that the the wind was so good the day before that kept everything kept them in there 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 was plenty of bait around and the fish just stuck with it and they have for a little while now um i can't remember what my point was though that even though the wind was wrong the fish were still in there yeah and i like it was just like the i tell a lot of people like you and i felt like it was good for us because it wasn't a spot people were looking at because like the wind wasn't right right for that spot but yesterday's was so just something to keep in mind i tell that that's a tip i give a lot of people like pay attention to the last couple days wind when you're uh because there are spots like that also you could go fish and feel like this is perfect why aren't there fish there (laughs) and it's because of yesterday's wind the last two days have been the opposite direction Spot like, actually, spot like Ginzer's Rock is a perfect example. Right. I've, I've found myself doing that quite often. Like, this is a perfect wind for Ginzer's, 
I haven't caught shit <laughs> because the wind wasn't perfect for Ginzers yesterday or the day before. Yeah. So but it's and it's really hard to find areas that get a good wind with opposite winds. Couple, yep. Yep. I There's agree. only a couple out there that I kind of religiously will go to. Sure. Yeah, it's also funny how like springtime be, because this like shallow water springtime wind driven thing is so short lived. Like I have a spot that is one of my favorites to fish, and I don't think it's gonna pan out for me. I don't think I'm gonna have a good day there because we haven't had any north winds. Mm-hmm. We haven't had any northwest winds. Right. And it's just not gonna happen. I've caught one walleye in there so far, and that and I fished it because I was fishing by myself. I'm like just just for old time's sake. <laughs> it was like my first cast and it was the only walleye in there. I think the walleye was doing the same thing. Like just for old time's sake. <laughs> just Let's take a scroll fishing. down memory lane. A like a nice Sunday drive. <laughs> uh, pretty cool stuff. But overall fishing's been really good. You know what <laughs> I was complaining to you yesterday. I was like, man, they just really weren't <laughs> yeah, in there. They really were. It was pretty tough, man. We kind of nickeled and dimed them, and then, you know, we had a flurry of six, and, you know, it was pretty tough. And then, I, like, a couple seconds went by, I was like, I mean, we caught our limit. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> and then we just yeah. started, both started laughing. Right. <laughs> that happens a lot. Like, I, I'm actually worried about that today. So I had a super good morning, and now I have an afternoon trip on a different lake. And it's just like there's almost no way it could do what my morning did just because the bodies of water, mm-hmm. right? But I, like my customers don't know what I did oh, this yeah. morning. Like they just want a nice afternoon, and I think I can do that. But it's not going to be 25 walleyes with the biggest being 27, and like quite a few of them over 24. That's not going to happen. Uh, no. But it, we can still have a good time, and I just have to like forget about this morning and <laughs> go try. It's to hard to it's hard to do, and like. One of the hardest things as a guide is to not bring up your previous doesn't trips. It doesn't do any good. It doesn't do any good. And all it does is, like, brings unrealistic expectations to the table. Yep. And you're only... And I can't keep my friggin' mouth shut. Yeah. <laughs> you're only really doing that as a way to, like, make an excuse, essentially. Right? Like, to say, like, hey, I... I was I was good. I was good one time. I was good yesterday. Yeah, just right? like the Johnny over in, uh, you know... My, back in his football playing days. <laughs> right. Oh, right. we were state champs back in 83. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. If I won for my bum shoulder, I'd have made a pro. Yeah. One more, like, little bit of shit talking that <laughs> won't matter to just, I think it'll only matter to maybe two people. My buddy Lee Clancy, who I love and adore and is one of my greatest friends, he once had me and Matt Holmgren sit down and we watched his high school football highlight video. <laughs> <laughs> you got to see this, Dan. You guys got to see this. He was good. He was good. But we were still watching Did he just blow people high. up? He's giant. <laughs> he just took, like, normal-sized people and just, like, pushed them down <laughs> by their faces and then did whatever he wanted on the football field. <laughs> um, excuse me, sir. Uh, I'm going to get by you. Um... <laughs> uh, Anything else from the last week? Any last little, like, tips or pointers? Or I caught anything? everything. Uh, so here's something that I found really interesting. Okay, don't know if it makes a lick of difference, and it certainly is going to end up being a plug for our buddy. But I went from, North, okay, Northland, 
regular bow, uh, RZ parrot, jigs. Yep, parrot, parrot color. Mm-hmm. And we were catching lots of eaters. But, you know, we get a bite every four, four casts. I switched to a Ken Catch 3DI parrot color. And I'm not kidding. I got bit every cast. Mm. So I switched to all of us. So, in, like, that first hour we caught maybe 10 on that really good day. Yep. And then we caught 25 or 20 the next hour. Interesting. Just by switching jig colors. Just adding an, another dimension uh, yes. to your jig. Yes. A third dimension. 3D. Yeah. But anyway, I do All believe right. it made a some. huge I'm buy difference. I'm going to on my way through town now. It made a huge difference I only have that like two one of them left, and they're all beat up. Mine, that, I, I so there's no pike in that spot mm-hmm. to speak of. My hook is all contorted. I've got half my paint's gone, but it still catches them. It still catches them. It's probably that 3DI. It's still in there. It's still in there. So, good, good adhesive. But that's a Ken Catch 3DI jig. Stephen Lacey, Nospish. Walker, Minnesota. Lacey is an I mean, they're a, a nice little family. My little boy who we're watching running around right now, Lacey is maybe his favorite person in the world besides his mom. Spray him with the hose. <laughs> favorite swim teacher. <laughs> favorite swim teacher. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break, and then we'll wrap her up, huh? Let's do it. So I owe a lot this week to Secret Lake Tackle. They shipped up a couple hats, and I was without a stocking cap the last couple of days. Wow. But because because of my own fault. Luckily, I had these two in the boat. Put them on, boom, fishing turned incredible. (laughs) Just like that. (laughs) But anyway, Secret Lake Tackle, if you haven't heard of them, make amazing spinner rigs, come in wonderful custom-painted colors that you can find only in Longville, Minnesota. And then you can also go on, on the line to Secret Lake Tackle, and he's got all sorts of crankbaits and hardbaits that you could buy. Great colors, great product, by a great guy. What's happening this week? Um, what are you going to do? The weather's going to be unstable, but we don't we have some some rain coming maybe, in a little? Maybe through the weekend. But yeah. next week looks... Real good. Like, low to mid-70s and... Not a lot of rain. But, yeah, you're right. We've got a little bit of weird stuff. This weekend, I'd be make sure you got some minnows with for, for fishing. Um, but I would imagine there's going to be a pretty solid transition to creature baits, especially with the water constantly warming. I mean, I'm going to fight it as long as I can. <laughs> but most people are like, well, I'd rather just catch fish than fight it. Well, I'm not like that. So um, might go. I'm going to go back up north here the next couple days, go fish some of those waters. And then I think it's Pelican Island, baby. Next week. That's all I want to do. How about you, Dan? Um, yeah, I think the if if the wind blows, then the minnow thing's gonna get going. We're like, this is it's starting to look a lot like years in the past now, where also some offshore stuff has some fish now. Like I know of that as of twelve fifteen, so three hours ago, I checked some offshore stuff and there was fish doing that. Which is good. It's nice to have. And the one thing the offshore thing does is, like, provides you some room. Mm-hmm. And room is good on Memorial Day weekend. I mean, you can catch them in the crowd. Like, go... you. Lots of people do. Yep. The, if you are a, of the mind that you'd like a little space while you're walleye fishing, which more and more that's the way I feel. Like, sometimes you don't get that luxury as a guide, but 
I certainly want it. Uh, the offshore stuff is going to open that up. You can have a spot to yourself mm-hmm. with that stuff. So I'm looking forward to having the option. Not that I want to give up on the shallow wind-driven stuff, because it is... I also, like... I have had a couple nice days of just, like... We were talking about this. Putting the boat, like, out from a wind-driven point, and then just, like, mindlessly staring into the wind and jigging a minnow and knowing that I'm going to get a bite eventually, Mm -hmm. you know? Yes. Don't have to pay that close attention (laughs) to where you're going. It's so rocky, it doesn't matter. You're not going to be able to mark them. It's also so windy, you're not going to be able to mark them. Right. Just, like, go fish the instincts and then stare into the wind and wait for a little tick. And that is super nice. That's that's what you dream about. Yep. Yep. You wait a long time to get to these times Mm -hmm. years. And I like that stuff, too, because it, while I love using my electronics, I like that that is not an electronics deal. That is like, I think they're going to bite here today. Let's go try. And they, yeah. There's not a lot of the year that I get to do that. Right. And this is a time you do. We get a little window here. Mm Mm-hmm. So a little bit of everything, I bet. I mean, today I caught them on a bunch of different things, and I do that on purpose. You know, I think one thing would work. We could have just done a jig and a minnow today and did just fine, but uh, sort of like staying ahead of the game, right? Like, if you're the captain of the boat, get the crew catching fish and then take an opportunity to see if they'll bite something else. (laughs) Good call. Oh, I got to tell one little kid story. Do it. Uh, my boy is 20 months old and he is just a outdoor demon. He like lives to be outside, which is, couldn't be happier. Uh, but he has not said a lot of words. He said mama and dada. And then last week he said his first real word and it was outside. (laughs) And I could not be more proud of my boy. (laughs) He wants to be outside. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, one more break and then a Groundhog Day. Let's do it. This week's episode of Walleye Talk is brought to you by Muskie House Marine in Longville, Minnesota. They just sell the best stuff there is. They sell Warrior Boats, best boat on the market. They sell Premier Pontoons, best pontoon on the market. Everything in the shop is brought in there with purpose and care. So whether it's the stuff to clean your boat, the stuff to wax your boat, the skis to pull behind the boat, the rigging equipment to go on the boat, the graph mounting equipment, all of it is high-quality stuff, and it's brought in there because everybody in there cares about having high-quality stuff. So whatever your marine needs may be, stop in at the Muskie House, and they're going to have the right answer for you. Groundhog Day? What is Groundhog Day, just in case people are finally finding You've ascended into the promised land. <laughs> and you get to fish every day. Mm-hmm. But there is a goal, right? We don't want having to be boring. Right. So there is a goal. And you cannot leave this day until you have achieved your goal. Yep. Are you? I'm giving one to you today. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. It is the Leech Lake Classic. Oh, my favorite. You have, okay, so this is actually a two-day deal, Okay. You have to win. Oh God! The Leech Lake Classic. <laughs> okay, but we have some advantages. The wind is blowing, and it's cloudy both days. Consistent weather, and it's 
always going to be windy and cloudy. Okay. How long is it going to take you to win? How many tournaments are you going to have to go through before you win it? Oh. And you get to see Matt Holmgren. That's, it's, it's a nice afterlife. I'm trying to think. So there's 155 boats in that tournament. Correct. I think realistically, without trying not to offend anybody, I think I'm my boat would be one of the top 25, like, as far as experience and talent goes. Mm-hmm. I agree. So one out of 25... The, the the hard part of this is I just don't know there's... Go ahead. You also get to remember everything from sure. previous... From the... Previous uh, tournaments. Sure. That you have not won. Right. So you have that going for you. Gotcha. Or these guys, these other schmucks, they're starting fresh. Uh, two, two days, two... I think... The, the hard part about it is that I just don't agree with... I, like, there's just for sure a, a portion of luck, right? Oh, yeah. And you apparently think I'm the most unlucky guy on you Leech are. Lake. You are, yes. I think it's going to take me probably like 15 days. Between 15 and 20 days. 15 to 20 tournaments. Yeah. And, I mean, it could happen any one of those. Right. But trying to account for the luck factor, I think it could take that long... And, I mean, going on your your hunch about me, it could take a lot longer. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you think you're going to do the same thing over and over and over? You're going to drive east and and just continually come over? I don't know. There? Like, that's, that's the whole deal with this whole scenario is that you can use it as, like, a learning opportunity, right? Like, I could just choose... Sorry, Holmgren, we're going to learn Walker Bay for 15 days in a row. That's a horrible idea, but let's continue <laughs> on. Like, you could do that. I I think I would just be trying to win it right from the beginning because I know that this is a pretty, this you is have a pretty an opportunity. tough ask. You have a good opportunity from day one. I mean, I, yeah. Yeah. I think I would catch a bunch of fish every day, and then it would just depend on a little bit of luck and a little bit of skill. I don't want to say it's, like, too much luck, but there's a little bit in there that's, like, the X factor. Yep. Get the bite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's your answer is 15 to 20 days. Yep. I love it. I think that's absolutely correct. Because you're going to... You would absolutely win it eventually. I think you're right. God, it would be real tough on the ego, though. Just like another set. this time. Especially the second. Homegrown's like, good. Homer, why did you bring me into this? <laughs> I just want to go home. I, you will stay here. Uh, Dan, I got homes to build. <laughs> <laughs> Can we have some more pecan walleye? <laughs> oh, that's a good one, though. I liked it. All right, any last parting words? Please go out there and smash them. This is... This is a great opportunity. Water temperature is cold. We're still in prime water temperatures. I just want to see smiles on everyone's faces from smashing them. Yep. Going to be a good weekend. Hey. Be nice to each other. Forgot a segment. Where do you think Carl's going to fish Oh, he's going to be on the annex. We'll see you next week. <laughs>